Recording in progress. What's going on, everyone? It's your favorite minority from the loud majority just touching base with the bass. Y'all would not believe what just happened to me, man. <laughs> I did a whole episode and it came out messed up and I had to start from the beginning all over again. But it's all good. We're going to start from the beginning again because I love you guys. And I want to make sure I get this content correct for y'all. You know what I mean? I want to do this the right way. <clears throat> and so if I got to do a whole episode all over again, so be it. So let's start from the beginning. All right. All right, what's going on with the notes? Let's get up in the notes. All right, that's still there. Perfect. All right. All righty. Episode 35. <laughs> Breaking news. House Republicans schedule vote to impeach Homeland Security Secretary, sorry, Alejandro Mayorkas. All right, that's one of the breaking news stories. Another breaking news story is hearing for Fannie Willis. Um, that's the woman that's trying to get Trump on the RICO case in um, Atlanta. Hearing on Fannie Willis exposes she met with Biden administration twice before charging Trump. So basically she got her orders from Biden, pretty much. And then third story, RNC considering making Trump presumptive nominee. I mean, it's not really a bunch of a story. As so much, I just want to let you guys know that because they know Nikki Haley doesn't have a chance. But we're going to start off with the border, okay? So the federal government and the Border Patrol are armed, all right? Keep in mind that both of these are armed institutions. So that means this is an armed conflict. That means they both are within their authority to discharge their weapons if they feel like they need to on each other if they feel like they need to. So that's pretty interesting and pretty scary when you think about the the prospect of that, about what that means, what what that can mean if if there's no common ground found here and that these two institutions just basically keep getting opposite orders of each other. Eventually one is going to pull and one is going to decide they want to pull firearms and then from there that's when you get the start of a civil war. Now uh, the Texas National Guard are applying more fence and razor wire, despite what Biden says. I'm going to um, put up some video for you guys. I found out how to do this earlier, so I want to show you guys this. I learned some features on this app, so I'm going to show off a little bit. <laughs> Where are we? Screen one. Here we go. All right. Bear with me here. I should have had this pulled up already, but don't mind me. <laughs> For some reason, it's moving a little slow today. That's all right. That's all right. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, you know what? See? Guys, don't worry. I'm sorry. Bear with me. I'm a little I'm a little fuzzy after the fact that I just had to do this whole episode once and now I got to do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little fuzzy at the moment. I'm sorry. I had a little drink too, so kind of making things a little bit more interesting. All right, where are we? Here we go. All right, let's go down. Gosh, everything's going so slow today. Why? 
Okay, here we are. I'm so sorry for that delay. That was a long pause. All right. Uh, here we go. So here we have video. It says the Texas National Guard is continuing to hold the line in the standoff with the federal government. They're still refusing to grant access to any federal agents and are now installing more border barriers. Don't mess with Texas. So in the video, you can see they're going to continue to keep putting these barbed wires up. It doesn't matter what the Biden administration has to say. They don't care. They're securing their border. That's it. The governor of Texas decided that he's not taking any more orders from Biden. Biden is allowing an invasion. A free flow of people to just pour into the country. Basically doing the exact opposite of his job. And Texas is not standing for it anymore. Let's see. So in response to that, of course, you have some of these Democrats in Congress that don't like the fact that the governor of Texas is standing up for his border and he's not going to be bullied by Biden and the Biden administration and they're just letting these people come in anymore. So now you have this. You have Dems in Congress. Joaquin Castro says Governor Abbott is using the Texas National Guard to obstruct and create chaos at the border. That's rich. He's creating chaos at the border? Really? He's creating it? I don't know about that one, buddy. I wouldn't say he's the one creating the chaos. I'd say he's the one trying his best to, to halt it. It says here that if Abbott is defined, oh, uh, Joaquin Castro goes on to say, if Abbott is defined yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, which is not yesterday, it's probably two, three days ago, he says POTUS, uh, Joe Biden, needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard. So they're calling for Biden to basically take control of the National Guard, okay? Which the National Guard is operates at the state level, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they take orders from the governor of whatever state they're in. That's why it's the Texas National Guard. These uh, Democrats are saying, nope, take control, take over. <laughs> so in light of that, the governor, Greg Abbott of Texas, has put out this, uh, he's issued Article, uh, I believe it's called Article 1 and 10, Clause 3. It says here, President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, uh, President Biden has sent his lawyers in the federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their in mass parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayers' dollars to tear open Texas' border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal carry entry points along this state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. So not only is Biden telling these people to come, he's telling them, don't go the way you would normally go where it's safe. Go the way that it's dangerous because most people aren't going to be looking for you over there. He's telling these people to come in. He's allowing them to come in. He's basically asking Texas to not do its job. As if your job was to show up at McDonald's every day to flip burgers and you just showed up every day to work. It was like, I'm going to show up every day, but I'm not going to flip these burgers. But that's your job. I don't want to do it. So why come to work? Well, I don't care. I'm going to come back. I'm going to keep coming back. I'm going to show up every day, but I'm not going to flip the burgers. <laughs> He's doing the exact opposite of his job, and now he wants Texas to do the exact opposite of what they're supposed to do. And the governor of Texas is pretty much not having it. Not having it. Now, in light of this, in light of this, 
this full-scale invasion of the Texas border. You now have governors of at least seven different states, at least seven, that are saying they stand with Governor Abbott. They stand with him. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt, South Dakota Governor Kristen Noem, Christy Noem, uh, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, and Montana Governor Greg Gianforte all announced that they stand with Texas and Governor Greg Abbott in the border dispute with the federal government. Now, these states have their own National Guard. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Ron DeSantis has proposed uh, sending his National Guard to help Texas if they need it. Uh, <laughs> This is going to escalate into something very seriously, very serious, very quickly. This is where it's going to kick off civil war. I'm sorry, but it is. It says here, Abbott declares President Biden's actions as treasonous. Says it will not recognize federal government order to leave border defenseless. U.S. convoys to begin descending to Texas beginning next week in support of Texas' decision. Now, you got trucker convoys. You have so many different people. I believe the farmers are probably going to start showing up to protect the border. And not only that. You have this now. You have militias, self-trained militias that are showing up now to secure the United States border. People that have trained themselves that are watching what's happening, watching people invade their country. And they're showing up to stop them. This is what escalation is. Now, I'm not saying that I want to see anybody get hurt. I don't. I don't want to see nobody get hurt. But if things escalate, this is Biden's fault. All Biden's fault. Can't blame anybody but Biden. You can't blame anybody but Biden. When things hit the fan, when things start to escalate at the U.S. border because the militias are showing up, the convoys are showing up, and these people are armed, okay? When shots start firing against Border Patrol, against the feds, against National Guard. This is all Joe Biden's fault. All of it. Every last bit. He has to own it, and so does his voters. It says here, Biden's even being labeled an insurrectionist. Now, they, they love to call Trump an insurrectionist, but the truth is, Biden is allowing an invasion into his country. He's allowing people to flow freely into his country which is a direct threat to the United States citizens, which he is meant to protect. That is what we would call an insurrection. So Biden is in fact an insurrectionist, okay? Not only that, let's keep in mind that the border being wide open, this allows cartels to capitalize, okay? On sex trafficking, on human trafficking, okay? He's basically making these cartels money he's giving them incentive okay if people did the actual research on what happens to these people when they're when they go to these cartels or these drug these um coyotes to get them across the border you don't understand these people don't have anything what do you think they're selling to these men a lot of times they're selling their children horrific i'm sorry but i wouldn't sell my kids to anybody for anything in the world nothing there's nothing on this planet that I would sell my kids for. Nothing. Not to go to a better place. Nothing. 
There isn't a thing on this planet I would sell my children for. Priceless. Okay. But we all know the end game to this whole illegal immigration thing, right? It's pass laws that allows them to vote. Allow them to vote so they can vote for the people that keep promising them shit even though they're never going to deliver on those promises. Those people got here and look at them. They're already sleeping in the streets in the cold. You've been tricked. You've been bamboozled. Okay? You've been bamboozled. You've been tricked. You've been sold a dream. You bought it. And now that you're here, you're going to realize there's no milk and honey. There's barely any for us citizens. We have to get up every day and go work hard for our milk and honey. Every day. Every single day. Okay? Now, the fact that Governor Abbott is doing all this, noble, very noble. But, it makes you wonder. Now, maybe this is just my conspiracy brain, because I'm always thinking deep in everything. But wouldn't this have been smart to do, to protect the border and call National Guard and defy Biden before you started shipping all these people into the country? Now that you've shipped so many of them into, into the middle of the country, now you want to lock the border. Don't lock it your shit because we got to send them back. <laughs> we have to send them back. But I don't know. There's something about that that just makes me think a little bit deeper about who's really in on all this and who isn't. And I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying when you think about it in that sense, it makes you kind of wonder, was it all part of a plan? I hope the governor continues to fight for the border. I hope he continues to show strength at the border. I hope he continues to defy Joe Biden and the federal government, and he continues to stick up for Texas, the back door of America, because this problem is going to affect every last one of us before we know it. But let's move on. Nikki Haley. Oh, my God. Nikki Haley. Ah, gotta love Nikki Haley. So, Nikki Haley. She's refusing to drop out of the race. Delusional. There's no path to victory for her. She doesn't stand a chance. I mean, we're going we're gonna to expose just how bad it is and just how much of a chance she really does not have. She's actually relying on Democrats to vote for her in the primary to get her to the Republican nomination. That way she can go against Biden. And then those same Democrats have already stated they're just going to vote for Joe Biden anyway because they just feel like it would be easier for him to beat her than it would be for him to beat Donald J. Trump. Let's expose this because I found a video about this and I want to show it to you guys. Let's take a look at him. Okay? I'm going to keep doing this because I learned something new and it works. <laughs> All right, here we go. America is currently experiencing an invasion. Skip the ad. All right, let's go to the 35 second mark. 
There we go. For a mirage. She landed in third place in a caucus with a few thousand votes and won just a quarter of Republican votes in a small and moderate New England state where she outspent Trump two to one. Wow. Spent all that money for nothing. Why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in the general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. There you have it. For and why. Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley. It was certainly a strategic vote. Well, I wouldn't vote for her in a general election. A vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence. Is Nikki Mirage a little sabotage? Nikki Mirage. Because how much of the hair I like that. We're calling her Nikki Mirage from now on. That's her name. Her name is now Nikki Mirage. Nikki Mirage. <laughs> She's literally using the Democrats. They'll vote for her in the primary, even though she already knows that they said that they're just going to get her there and no further. She's delusional. She really, truly believes she can win. I mean, then again, she's being told by governors of, of states that she can win. She's being told by her donors, which if, if they were smart, they'd stop giving her money. It's a waste. There's no path to victory for her. It's just a money grab at this point. She's just wasting people's money. I wouldn't donate another dollar to Nikki Haley if I were you. She has no chance. You're wasting your money. You can say, oh, I'm doing it for the right reason. Yeah. Okay. Go buy somebody else some... Go pay for somebody else's coffee. Or go buy somebody else's breakfast. Or go fill up somebody else's gas tank instead of giving money to Nikki Haley. And I guarantee you'll feel much better. Okay? Which is... The whole thing about this is hilarious to me because the Democrats love to talk about how easy it would be for them to beat Trump, yet they have to do all of this. So that just goes to tell you right there that they, they don't have any confidence in them beating Trump at all. They have absolutely zero confidence in the fact that they can beat Donald Trump. They don't believe it one bit. They get on TV and they say this shit to make their base feel better, to make their Instagram trolls feel better and jump in my comments like oh well NBC just told me this uh, and it's like yeah well they're wrong they lied to you all day they've been lying to you for seven years they told you Trump is going to jail any day now since 2015 it's almost 10 years later and the cases against him keep falling apart which we're going to get into next oh we're going to get into that one next but the fact is Nikki Haley just needs to give it up she has no path to victory I remember I was on a trip not so long ago with one of my friends. He said, oh, Nikki Haley has a chance. I said, no, she really does not. She really does not. And if you believe she does, then you're drinking the Kool-Aid of TV news. And how, much how many times am I going to tell you guys? TV news is bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. 90% of the time. Bullshit. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing, though, because I don't want to talk too much about Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley needs to go away. She needs to go. It's over. It's done. So next is Trump ballot challenges and his RICO case. Okay. Now, Fannie Willis, the district attorney of Fulton County, Atlanta, Georgia, has brought the RICO case against Donald Trump and about 18 other people, 18 other co-defendants. Some have taken plea deals. Some have flops, uh, flip-flops. Some have switched sides. It's pretty crazy to watch. It's almost like a fucking, the craziest um, 
conspiracy theory movie about the government you've ever seen in your life. Now, they're claiming that Donald Trump tried to steal the election. Yeah, they're claiming Donald Trump tried to steal the election for a phone call where he told the governor of um, Georgia to look into it, to the election, because there was definitely fraud. And that he knows that there's more votes votes out there for himself and that the governor needs to go find them because he knows that they're out there. They took it as, oh, go find more votes for me, a.k.a. create them. So, yes, they took that as. And now it's a RICO case. But with everything that's happening with the district attorney of this case, Fannie Willis, being accused of embezzling funds and misuse of taxpayers' money to go on lavish vacations with her lover, a.k.a. her co-worker, that she overpaid to prosecute Trump so that way he can make a name for himself as well for political purposes, for political aspirations, for both of them. And it's all coming out to light. It's all coming to light. It's all coming to light. She's been exposed. And she needs to step down. Let's take a look here. This this actually came out earlier today regarding this situation. Now, a crucial hearing is set to be underway in an Atlanta courtroom that could reveal how the office of Fulton County DA, Bonnie Willis, was communicating with the Biden White House throughout its election interference investigation against the president's biggest 2024 rival, former President Donald Trump. This comes as records show the special, special prosecutor in that case met with administration officials at least two times before filing charges against Trump and 18 others. So could those meetings and the growing misconduct allegations against Willett... I mean, it just gets worse. It just gets worse and worse for Fannie Willis every day. I mean, it really does. It gets worse and worse every single day for her. It gets worse every day for her. The more that we find out about her, the more that we realize this woman is corrupt. She needs to step down. She needs to drop this case. Fulton County needs to drop this case. This entire case is frivolous. Okay, They know that they can't win, which is crazy because this is the one case where most legal experts said they might have had a chance of actually getting a conviction. And it's just so funny that all these things happen now because of this district attorney being so corrupt. See, one thing about it is this. If you're going to go after a man like Trump, one of the biggest figures in the world, you better be as straight as an arrow. You better be as straight as an arrow. You better be as straight as an arrow. You really better be as straight as an arrow if you go against somebody like Trump, okay? Because now all your dirt's coming out. All your dirt's being exposed. All of it. Fannie Willis, the biggest miscalculation in history. In history. This is all for political gain. We all know that this is political game, okay? She wants to make a name for herself. She has future aspirations. She wants to be the one that got Trump. I got him. I got him. The political aspirations on these people is insane. She's willing to throw a man in prison for something that we all know he didn't really do. For political gain. For a future. For herself. Maybe for her lover as well. <laughs> But what do you, what, like, how is this even being allowed to continue? How is she allowed to continue to prosecute this case when they've already removed her from one case for political bias? Once. She's already been removed from a case for political bias. And yet, 
We give her another case of that magnitude? What do you think she's going to do? This case needs to be dropped today. And what's most likely going to happen is when this ends up in the hands of another district attorney, they're going to look at this case and they're going to say, hmm, there's nothing here. Drop this. And that is why everyone is so afraid about this woman being exposed and being pulled off of this case. That's why the bots are all in my comments like, oh, but so what? Uh, Trump still broke the law. I said, okay, well, if you're so uh, upset about Trump breaking the law, why aren't you upset about her breaking the law? Oh, uh, uh, because the people I support are allowed to break the law. <laughs> you, you, the, the holier-than-thou shit really starts to like fade very quickly when you really like start giving these people the facts. That whole holier-than-thou shit goes right out the window. It really does. It really does. It's really a sad thing to see. Then you have places like Hawaii now. Hawaii proposing to remove Trump from the ballot. Despite the failure to do so in all these other states, Maine failed to do it, Denver still failed to do it. Um, I'm pretty sure there were other states. I can't remember off the top of my head. But now you have Hawaii proposing to do it. Hawaii wants to remove Trump from the ballot. Oh, God. They're going to keep trying it. They don't even feel like they need to convict him anymore, which is the way it was supposed to go. He's supposed to be convicted of a crime before he's removed from a ballot. That's the law. But they've decided, well, the law isn't really working in our favor because we keep trying to lock him up and it's not working. So we're just going to remove him anyway. You people don't have a choice. You have to vote for the people that we approve of you to vote for. You can't pick the candidates you want. You have to pick the candidates that we, you have to pick the best out of the candidates that we picked for you. Freedom. The truth has never been more right in people's faces. It's never been more right there in your face. You don't really even have to look hard. I mean, in order to not see it, you kind of just got to be walking around with your eyes closed, which is dangerous. Never walk around with your eyes closed. You never know what you might walk into. So, all these things happening right out in the open. And all the people that were anti-Trump in 2020 or voted for Biden or did all the, you know, praising Biden and said, oh, we can't wait to get the dictator out of here, the orange man, blah, blah, blah. None of you want to talk politics now. All of a sudden, you don't talk politics now. Politics is, oh, I don't talk politics. Uh, that's weird because you did in 2020, right before the election. Now you don't want to. That's why I do what I do. For people like that. To expose people for who they really are. And what they've done. And what they've allowed to happen to our country. Anyway, once again, I'm going to keep this episode short. I just hope that everybody out there is waking up to what's actually going on out here in the world. It's, it's very scary, very scary shit going on. The government is exposing itself daily. I would like to call it the deep state death spiral. When all else fails and you know that your plans are not working and you know that your whole thing is about to come crashing down, you start acting out like a child. You start pouting like a child. So that's what you're seeing the government and the system do right now. They're basically 
the child on the floor is screaming, wah, wah, wah. And they're throwing everything they can to the wall and hoping it sticks and hoping that they don't get removed from office. Come 2024. But we need to get them all the fuck out of here, okay? It's your favorite minority from the loud majority touching base with the base. You guys take care.